Hello, welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And today, a little bit about teaching and life coaching. These two practices and what are some of the main differences? Now, of course, you want to know what prompted me <laughs> to choose this topic. So if you've been following uh, my blog and my channel, you already know that I'm transitioning from academia, where I resigned my position a few months ago, and I've been working on getting a life coach certification, and that's what I will be doing as one of my jobs or one of my vocations, I should say. So while I started practicing for my course, I realized that even though most people would think that the teaching experience will be an asset as a coach, there were obvious differences in practice. And there were certain teacherly habits that I had to actually train myself, and I'm still training myself, to unlearn. And I'm saying this not as a traditional teacher. I'm not a top-down teacher, but as someone who practices critical pedagogy and tries to make his classes as democratic as possible, but I realize that the coach persona and its praxis in so many ways requires a completely different kind of human behavior. And I wrote a blog about it too on my website, and I'll post a link in the description and you can read that as well. So first of all, I mean, if we think of teaching, let's just say conventional teaching, even if you are a critical pedagogue and you enable your students to have their opinions, but at the end of the day, the role of a teacher defaults on this idea in which the relationship is unequal. The student is there to gain knowledge. The teacher somehow has the knowledge or the expertise. And even in a fair, equal exchange, it's the teacher who's supposed to dispense that knowledge, right? So there is a certain inherent inequality in that relationship based in knowledge, but also the hierarchy of class. So that means the teacher is seen as someone who has the knowledge, who has opinions, who is what Foucault would call an enunciating subject. The second thing is that a teacher always has an agenda, not a political agenda, but they have to instruct. There is a syllabus which was created before the students joined in, right? Chances are most of the times the students were not consulted, right? So the teacher's job is to dispense that knowledge according to the agenda, according to the syllabus that they themselves have created. And then teachers are often approached with questions, like a lot of people send me questions, right? And we take it upon ourselves to give you the answers, right? So there is this hierarchy and this implicit assumption that the role of the teacher is to give suggestions, to give ideas, to give answers. Now, all of these things are absolutely against the coaching spirit. So the life coaching training that I've had and the people that I've talked to who practice coaching 
it's not the job of the coach to have an agenda. The coach is not there to advise the client. The coach is there to work with the client to seek out from the client what is it that's important to them. What is it that they would like to achieve. So one major belief in the coaching world in all the literature is that the client, the coachee, is able to design, devise their own ways of reaching their goals. And they have the capacity in them to change their own lives. That's the core belief of a coaching practice. So that means that the role of the coach then is not to advise a client what to do, but rather to work with them and say, all right, what's important to you? Let's make a list. What do you think is the one you would like to accomplish in the next six months and why? The coach can ask questions, right? And those questions enable the client to figure out, why do I want this? Why is this important to me? But all the time, the client is deciding what is important to them, how they will approach it, how will they break it down. So what the coach then is doing is helping them structure their approach to their goal, maybe giving them some exercises, some questions to think about. But one thing that the coach is absolutely not doing and should not do is to say, here are five things to do for you and you will accomplish your goal. Or here are the seven steps. Here is the answer to your question. Now, we teachers often do that. But as coaches, we are not supposed to do that. right? And so that was the first thing that I had to learn to unlearn that editorial way of doing things top down and to learn this democratic, egalitarian way of working with a client, right? The second most important thing that still troubles me is, is the my specialty niche, which is academic success coaching, right? And, and I also did a blog and a conversation on that too. But, but the problem there is that people who come to me for academic success they have certain expectations, right? They expect answers. And then sometimes I find myself lapsing into my teacherly role, right? Where I start trying to give those answers. So the cautionary thing for me there, or for any coach then, is to remember, you're not a teacher. You're not an administrator. You're a coach. And the way you coach is by actually letting the client explore the solutions and you helping them work out the process. So in my academic success coaching now, I constantly remind myself to seek more information from my clients, to see what they want to do, and then just share my ideas about, you know, how best to do it, even that is kind of uncoach-like, but I'm still figuring it out. But I've realized that it is in that niche that I have to remind myself to not go into my teacherly mode. 
the other like if it's a success coaching or if it is general life coaching then i have no prehistory right so i can rely on my training and my practice to actually do what coaches do but overall i was you know just curious about these things and i struggle with these issues especially ethically but also in terms of doing my best as a life coach in the future and I thought that I should think about these differences between teaching and coaching and then put it on record. So, you know, to sum up, teaching, even its most, in its most liberal forms, um, ends up being an unequal relationship, at least in terms of knowledge, right? Teaching is geared towards goals that the teacher has set up or the curriculum set up by a school or a university Coaching, on the other hand, is geared towards finding out what are the most important goals of the client and then working with the client to devise a method which they come up with to reach those goals. And maybe in the process provide some form of support and some form of accountability so that they every week they come and tell you, here is what I've accomplished, right? But not necessarily taking over their life and tweaking it and changing it without they doing most of the work. So these are some of the things I thought I should share and it would also become part of uh, the whole repertoire that I'm developing about coaching practices and my own coaching experience. And there is a whole playlist of videos on life coaching and you know my struggle to learn it and to become one so thank you so much if you find this useful please let, let me know in the comments and if you are curious about my future coaching practice please follow the link to my website in the description and let me know what you think reach out to me if you have any questions and i promise i will not answer them in a teacherly way i will take your questions as a coach and then we can have a conversation about it Thank you so much. Stay safe. Take care of each other. And as always, from me to you, peace and love.